0: This afternoon, we are going to visit with Brian Anthony Davis, and he is with the well-known, internationally-known, behind the steel curtain. Good to have you, Brian.
1: Great to be here, Coach Cordy. Thanks so much. It's my honor and my pleasure.
0: This means that we're going to talk about Steeler football now. They had a game this past Monday night, which they do squeak by the Chicago Bears, and that is by 2.2927. And much is being said about the officiating, so I'll let you take the mic from
1: here. I am going to be perfectly honest with you. The officiating was horrible. And the Steelers, for the first time all season, got calls that they don't normally get. Are you going to give them back? No. Are the Baltimore Ravens going to give back the loss that should have been against the Detroit Lions? which was irreprehensible, they handed that game to the Ravens? No. What if, if they, last night the Miami Dolphins beat not just the Baltimore Ravens, but they beat the officials? Because in that fourth quarter it looked like the officials were trying to hand them the game. It, this is a situation that has been happening all year. It is not just uh, something that happened to the Bears and it's a one-off. No. It seems like the there's a lot of one sided officiating against teams, and now a lot. I have read so much this week and heard so much. Well, the the referees gave the, the game to the Steelers. You should be ashamed of that loss, uh, of that win. Yeah, no, I'm not really ashamed of that win. Um, you take a win, no matter how ugly it is, no matter how bad you play, you take the win, and you you stop and realize, all right, what put us in that position and you strive to improve and not be in that position again. But with that being said, the Steelers have been ripped off a lot this year, a lot in games. There were a lot of situations. I mean, they won games in which the calls were horrendous against them. They also lost a game. They lost a couple games. There was a very bad call in the Raiders game, a couple bad calls in the Cincinnati game, and a call that was so egregious in the the Green Bay Packer game where Joe Hayden was called offside for a play where he didn't even move, where they blocked a field goal and took it all the way to the house for a touchdown at the end of the half. It was was a huge 10- to 14-point swing. So, with that being said, you know, I'm seeing all of these memes with referees wearing black and gold and the Steeler logo. Come on. It did happen in one game. If I'm a Bears fan, I am incensed. I'm really upset about what happened. But there were about two calls in this game that were completely egregious against the Steelers, but they pale in comparison to what happened to the Bears, Gordy.
0: Any final comments about that game before we look to this Sunday?
1: The Steelers win games ugly, Gordy. I mean, this is a team that is trying to establish the running game with a bad offensive line. They're finding a way to do it. They were over 100 yards Again, rushing total. Um, they had, The offensive line looked like it took a step back. However, it's still a very young line with two rookies starting, and it's a situation where, all right, you got away with one that you should have lost. Good teams get away with games that they should have lost because they find a way to do it at the end. Nobody's talking about the fact that they're losing with less than two minutes to go. In comes Ben Roethlisberger, and... He ties Tom Brady now for the record for fourth quarter comebacks. And this was one where he went right down the field and got them in position to uh, kick that game winning field goal. And it, it was, uh, they found a way to win the game, but the game wasn't handed to them. But there was a lot of adversity against the Bears, but they faced a lot of adversity as well.
0: Well, before we start talking about this game against the Windless Lions, which actually is very dangerous because they're going to beat somebody sometime. And that being said, you are very close now to the Ravens who got upset by the fish last
1: night. Yeah, well, I mean, I, gosh, I took great pleasure. You know, I live in Maryland and <laughs> when you're in black and purple country, but with a lot of black and gold undertones. It's, <laughs> it's really nice. To uh, watch them lose that game because I'm telling you, they lost to the Detroit Lions in Week Three. <laughs> they, uh, there, that game should have never got, come down to a 66-yard field goal because they were offsides egregiously, and no one called it. It, but that's that's crying, and I'm not going to uh, completely do that because, like I said, the Steelers just got away with one the other day. So the Baltimore Ravens have not really won a game definitively all year, Gordy. It just seems like they're getting the fourth quarter comebacks. They're squeaking by. They have got two great players on offense, and it's carrying them. It's Lamar Jackson, and it's Mark Andrews, and those guys can never be counted out. I was nervous that entire game, and it looked like it was going to be another win. Um, against Indianapolis on Monday Night Football, Indianapolis, if they would have had a kicker, they'd win that game. Uh, we know what happened in the Detroit game. There's so many, there's so many games there where they just narrowly squeaked by with the Chiefs a fumble inside the 10 yard line. But when you've got magic and you've got good teams get lucky and they are a good enough team to be lucky.
0: agree and that final score 22 to 10 and as you already alluded to the officiating not good
1: oh it it was completely one sided in that game as well and i i kept on watching this this game and i'm getting all these texts you know in the fourth quarter and tweets saying wow are the referees trying to hand baltimore this game because some of the, some of the uh, roughing calls there were two roughing calls and another penalty that the one yeah, you know what, it could have gone either way and the way they're protecting quarterbacks, I was going to give that one. But the next one, he stood he stood Lamar Jackson up. He didn't even knock him down. And and you saw him like pulling up and he just grabbed onto him so he doesn't get knocked over and he's getting called for a 15-yard rushing roughing penalty. And so it was one of those games where I was like, wow, I don't know what's going on, but all of these close games and all of these ticky-tack penalties keeping teams in games, it seems it seems rather odd. This is not what happened in the NFL that that uh, we knew even 10 years ago, Gordy.
0: And yet, talking with Brian Anthony Davis, responsible by the Golden Corral, by the Valley Mall, Hagerstown, Maryland, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, breakfast, or Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That said, when I talk with others, they don't see a lot changing with the officiating.
1: Somebody asked me the other day, if, hey, are they going to finally do that eye-in-the-sky thing? I'm like, no. I, it's, it's a situation where I almost feel like, back when I was watching WWE for the first time, when it was the WWF back in the 80s, and they were joking. Oh, should we have instant replay? The NFL has it. It's like no. One, you're, well, you're never going to do that because if you had instant replay, you have no drama. And but it almost feels like you know the uh, we're watching instant replay. We see what should have happened, but it wasn't seen. And we're like that's okay. The officials made a mistake, and that seems to be glaring right now. And you're right, Gordy. It's not going to change because. Really, Now, I'm not alleging anything, but all I'm going to say is the NFL does better when you've got a close game. Every single week on a primetime game, I get a tweet from Yahoo Sports or from Bleacher Report or something in the fourth quarter that says, Bears-Steelers heating up, Ravens-Dolphins heating up, and every single week I get that message, and it's true because... Games that have been decided at halftime, all of a sudden are really close in the fourth quarter.
0: Your thoughts now? Detroit comes to town. Detroit plays well at times, and that's why I believe that possibly they're going to win a game. They may not win more than one game this year, but I don't think they're going 0-17. I think they can beat somebody, and just beware.
1: Gordy. if Jacksonville can beat Buffalo, if Miami can beat Baltimore, and with all of the other upsets that occurred last week, you know, yeah, this is, definitely, this is definitely a game to watch and be careful of. The injury report is not really favoring the Steelers right now. I don't know whether it's the fact that they were given some, there was no reason listed in the injury report, but Najee Harris didn't practice yesterday. Cam Hayward was not a full participant Ben Roethlisberger wasn't practicing. Chase Claypool, we, we're pretty sure he is out for this game. He's got a toe injury that a lot of people thought were going to be, was going to be a season-ender, but he's week-to-week. Week. And you know what week-to-week week means? It's not going to be this week. Never the first week when it's week-to-week. Week. So that means that he is being watched. He should be back, but don't expect him anytime soon wearing his number 11 on the field. So with that being said, yeah, Detroit's very dangerous because any team is dangerous. A winless team is more dangerous than most. And there's always that chance for a letdown game. And they are, there's been debate this week on our shows from um, people in the live chat saying there's no such thing as a trap game. But really, a trap game could be a letdown game. Or, or some people could look at a glass and say it's half full, it's half empty, In that case, it's either a get-right game or a trap game. But a get-right game is for a team to get things together and win definitively after not. Sometimes it's after losing a good bit. Steelers are on a four-game winning streak. So the identity of this team is to win ugly with a rushing attack that is uh, still a work in progress because of the offensive line due to the fact that you're missing some key wide receivers. Yeah, they could, they could blow this team out. They could win by 10, or they could win by 3. And we've got a lot of people in Steeler Nation right now that are upset that they're squeaking by teams. But do you want the win, or do you want a loss that said, hey, the team played well?
0: Give so, us a score as we taking
1: do. the win With that?
0: Give us a score as we do.
1: Let's say 27 to 17, Steelers.
0: Let's look at some other action, as you do for cbs 4 Talk Radio. Tampa Bay, Washington.
1: Tampa Bay all the way in this game. Washington, I really like the football team. It's just they're, they're blah. They, don't, they really don't have an identity yet. And Tampa Bay is coming off of a bye and a, a very, not a bad loss, but a loss where they should, where a team like that, a defending champ, should not lose. To the New Orleans Saints the way that they did, so I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, I'm going with Tampa,
0: Philadelphia, Denver.
1: Denver is a team that's not going to go away, even though they traded Von Miller. Denver is a team that has has some firepower, and I don't bet against Teddy Bridgewater that much anymore. I, I really think that that he's as he's getting older, he's actually becoming more of a quarterback that, you, that you're going to want on your team. He's going to be like Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think. I think he's going to be around a long time, and I think he's going to be on 17 different teams, but I think he's going to be valuable when he's there.
0: Buffalo, New York Jets.
1: Buffalo, you good teams will come back from a 9-6 to loss, and I'm seeing something like 41-10 to here. They'll go off.
0: Cleveland, New England.
1: Whoa, this is the game of the week for me, really. I, I love this game here. New England is really coming together. It's in New England, but I'm not counting Cleveland out. They, for what they did to the Bengals last week, and I think they shut the Bengals up and shut them down, there was a thought that the Steelers could have broken the Browns, but they didn't break that much by coming back and having a, a definitive win against Cincinnati. So I'm actually gonna say, even though it's on the road, go with the Browns.
0: Today we just had a happy Friday, nothing specifically on our national day, so we will go back to yesterday being Veterans Day. Brian Anthony Davis, now our contestant, can you tell us after which war was Veterans Day established? Was it the Revolutionary War, World War I, World War Two, Vietnam?
1: I'm gonna say World War One.
0: You have won? November eleventh, nineteen nineteen, originally called Armistice Day, and changed to Veterans Day. Well done.
1: Wow, fantastic! And Wednesday, go ahead. I no, if you still have more trivia. Yes. Go ahead.
0: Okay, Wednesday, the Marine Corps' birthday, established seventeen seventy five. Their first battle was fought seventeen seventy six. Where did that battle occur? Off the coast of Delaware. The Bahamas, the Gulf of Mexico, the Caribbean.
1: I'm going to say Delaware.
0: The Bahamas. Oh, okay. And finally, do you like Scrapple?
1: Yeah. I'm not good at it, but I like it.
0: We had Scrapple Day, and you have three questions for this. You have what animal is Scrapple made from?
1: Oh, Scrapple? No. I'm sorry. We're talking about the food? Scrapple I with you were the talking P. talking about the not the game. Okay. Yeah, because I don't know if I'd be good at Scrapple. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's good at Scrapple. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> no, I I can't stand it. I will not. That's something I won't eat. It is either
0: but, a yes or no with people. They either like it or they don't.
1: Yeah, no thank you to, to Scrapple. But, but you can um, still play.
0: What animal is Scrapple made from? Deer? It is made from the pig. Second question In what state was Scrapple first made? Pennsylvania, Delaware, Ohio, or Massachusetts?
1: That just seems like a Pennsylvania thing to me.
0: Pennsylvania, specifically the Philadelphia area around Chester County. Final question. Now, there are some people that really like Scrapple, and there's a state that has a Scrapple Festival each October. What state is that? Is it Pennsylvania, Delaware, is it New York or Ohio?
1: i say Ohio.
0: It is Delaware in October. That <laughs> will not be on your bucket list, I know.
1: No, yeah, don't sign me up for that.
0: Okay, finally, go ahead and give everyone your contact information for behind the steel curtain.
1: If you don't mind, real quick, I, would, I know this is the day after, um, but my father is getting ready for uh, the Marine Corps birthday um, tomorrow. Um, he's doing an invocation uh, tomorrow, and I'm really proud of him. And I'm proud for everything that. He's Where is done he doing that with the military? Um, Chambersburg.
0: Well, I'll humbly share that Coach Gordy will be at the Martinsburg Veterans Parade.
1: Well, fantastic! At One o'clock and tomorrow. I, I tell you what, we owe so much to the veterans and everything that they've done. I have a I have a son who uh, was in the Navy. He wasn't there in wartime. Um, I have so many friends, my friends Pat Casey, Joe Ciccolo. I have so many friends, and my dad, my father-in-law, who was a big Scrapple fan because he came from um, eastern Pennsylvania, who has since passed so many people that have fought for this country and given us the freedom that, that we are blessed to have today. So thank you to all the veterans.
0: And thank you, as always. Now go ahead and give out your information.
1: All right, so uh, BTSC.com, com. You can find us anywhere that you check out a podcast. Now, remember, listen to Coach Gordy first. When you're done with that, check out 25 original podcasts, whether it be Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you find your favorite podcast. We are there, and there are so many different kinds. Of podcast. You can also find the podcast on will If you see an article written by Brian Anthony Davis, it might not be my podcast, but I'm presenting it on on the website, and you can go ahead and click on it right there. It is a lot of fun if you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And like Gordy mentioned, we are international. We have shows coming out of not only Australia but Canada as well. We may, in the offseason, we're going to add one from London as well. So... There's, there's so many Steeler fans everywhere, and we have so many different perspectives. We even have perspectives from Pittsburgh, right in the Steel City. So it's great to have all of that. Thank you for checking us out, and Gordy, thank you for promoting our website.
0: Thank you, Brian. Go Steelers!
1: You got it!